So I don't know if you guys can, if you guys want to introduce yourselves and uh, we can start that way and uh, tell us how long you've been um, volunteering with the kitchen for. Uh, okay, probably uh, I will start. Uh, for everyone, um, hi, morning, good evening. <laughs> uh, uh, we have early morning uh, here in Ukraine. Uh, my name is Victor, and um, uh, I'm actually the Duda son, Duda uh, is a founder, one of the founders of the Volunteer Kitchen. So actually, I uh, involved into uh, all volunteering staff from the very beginning, uh, so the, from the Revolution of Dignity and uh, the invasion of uh, Russian military in uh, uh, to Crimea and first invasion into uh, uh, Ukraine East in uh, 14 years. So, um, that's where everything just starts. Actually, it's from uh, the revolution of dignity. Uh, so that's uh, why we uh, set as a uh, 14 year as uh, a start of uh, uh, the volunteer kitchen. It starts actually from <laughs> from the probably just uh, helping uh, at the Maidan uh, here in Lviv and from Maidan to uh, uh, at the cave and um, uh, just after that uh, when Russian in, uh, start invasion into Crimea and uh, all uh, start happening in the east of Ukraine uh, actually Luda, Oksana and a lot of other uh, volunteers meet at the creating the nets for our militaries uh, they start working on some uh, clothes creation and just after that, they began to uh, think how to prepare food uh, to feed the troops because there uh, was a lot of issue with the um, logistic uh, at those times. And still, uh, in case uh, that the, the number of uh, soldiers uh, increased from uh, the full invasion continue to work in this uh, like uh, flow. I'm actually like a late night volunteer because <laughs> uh, I had two kids and a uh, full time job and start working at the kitchen uh, right after just uh, when everyone uh, just left the location and uh, there's still a lot of work to do and helping with the uh, drying machine, uh, the lifting some vegetables, etc. So maybe some other uh, Severino Peter wants to also join. Passing you the mic. Um, I'm not sure if uh, oh. you can hear him yet, but, but uh, least... you might be still having some technical issues. Uh, oh, yeah. That's really interesting. And, and one thing I noticed uh, volunteering at the kitchen is that would come back in the morning and things would be different like no matter how late i'd work it would seem that someone would come after me and do more things and do other things while i was there even at the construction sites uh aside from the main kitchen um so you were saying it started during uh maidan in lviv the lviv maidan luda and oksana met can you tell us a little bit more about this um about this origin of the of the organization 
Yes, of course, because um, that was uh, like uh, inter interesting uh, experience, the first experience in volunteering, because uh, during the Maidan, uh, a lot of people just uh, gathered on some um, help for each other. And here in Lviv, we just uh, trying to collect as much like uh, also food, uh, also some clothes, but um, it's really uh, like change quick at the spring that year. So uh, right after the full invasion, uh, not, not full invasion, like invasion into um, Crimea and uh, those things that start happening in uh, east part of Ukraine when some uh, Russian military started to appearing there. And um, the military start to ask some requests as well for the volunteers to help with uh, some clothes. First of all, it was clothes. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, and, and a lot of nets. That's why we uh, work there. Uh, and spend a lot of time to prepare some of this uh, part of cover for technic, uh, for military technique. And then from the military start, uh, we start to receive some requests related to the food needs. Uh, so there was a huge uh, period of uh, experiments, actually. I would say uh, uh, that... Uh, in this case, we track. Uh, we, we start from the like simple food, and um, right after that, that my mom Luda and uh, Oksana and some other uh, girls at the kitchen decide to try uh, create some dehydrated food because uh, it's because um, when you create uh, prepare here something until it's just uh, arrived to the uh, east of Ukraine. It's uh, around like uh, 800 kilometers. Uh, a lot of food was like not relevant. It was like <laughs> in a bad condition. And, and then uh, they just start to think how to, uh, and uh, we could uh, make something here and uh, make easier for the militaries to cook it there and uh, still have the uh, great result. It should taste well and uh, they should be happy to receive this food. Um, I still uh, remember this uh, small kitchen first dehydrator that uh, was um, by and uh, actually we don't have like anything, uh, um, any place we work at home. Uh, so this uh, small dehydrator, like simple with a five small like reshitka, uh, uh, or just forgot this. <laughs> Sorry for my. Uh, I I I could just forgot some words uh, actually, uh, but um, it was really small and it worked twenty four seven until it's just passed away. <laughs> uh, we uh, actually like buy a few of them because they just not, uh, uh, was not ready to this hard times and hard work <laughs> at a home kitchen at, at those times. And yeah, so that's how it started uh, from the small home kitchens 
uh, of uh, every like lady and uh, each founder that's uh, currently uh, still at the kitchen. They start together. Like first, of course, it was borscht. It's like uh, the classic. <laughs> and um, after that, uh, they tried to think on some other type of food, uh, some soups, uh, some um, oatmeals, etc. But that's like still we uh, just produce something new. Uh, still on the package ch- packaging center, if we have some, uh, uh, as I'm correct in, in English, it's like uh, uh, cereals, krupe, uh, like rice, uh, some oatmeals, uh, chickpeas, hrachka. I don't remember how it will pronounce in English, actually. <laughs> Uh, Adam, if you remember this, uh, you could help me. Oh, I, I just remember the very large, heavy sacks that were always getting loaded around <laughs> to different places. And I wasn't high enough on the food chain. And, and a lot of words were mentioned. And my Ukraine's conversational, my Ukrainian's conversational at best, but uh, we'll get by. Um, I wanted to mm. ask you. <laughs> I wanted to ask you how are the construction projects going for the new locations are are uh, are any of them being used yet or or is uh is there equipment are they going to be able to move in soon tell us about how the how the construction sites I was working on are are uh, coming along yeah actually we have like uh, all, all, always great news because <laughs> uh, we partially uh using the himichna as our one of our, our location new uh that makes me we, so happy uh yeah we start to package in small uh soup cups uh there and uh, mix in some um spices also there and uh, yeah, there's still some amount of work that needs to be done there, but a lot of vegetables was also moved there already. A lot of us in the Twitter that we have like this uh, vegetable storage already. Um, so we appreciate for every volunteer that help us with this renovation uh, works. And uh, that's... Uh, m- m- that, that's why we could just uh, move uh, into some new locations even faster that we could ma- <laughs> imagine uh, actually and um, uh, still we have some uh, part of work to do and actually uh, behind every renovation stuff we still have a lot of things uh, that's why it's not like uh, not uh, so quick changing of location because we still need to work with the food creation, do not um, decrease some uh, level of uh, meals that we create monthly. And uh, still we should like in parallel move to the uh, new location like on Himishna that will be for vegetable and some uh, spices and some other stuff. And there will be like the location where we will send and receive some meals for the uh, volunteers that moved to the east of Ukraine. And um, the second location, uh, it's like Horvatska Street. It's like uh, our uh, center of cooking, I would say. Because <laughs> uh, uh, there will be, uh, most of all, creating some um, uh, honey cakes 
for the front lines and uh, the main stuff that's like energy bars that will be all, all also created there. Uh, so uh, we're still uh, in progress with this location. So uh, there are a lot of work uh, actually, but I, I would say that at, uh, at least 70% uh, from 100 we already uh, done and uh, keep doing our best to move uh, as fast uh, as it will be possible uh, still uh, before the like weather becomes really <laughs> bad. <laughs> we like have the main uh, point to move uh, before uh, the weather here in Lviv, in Ukraine uh, become a little bit uh, like rainy and uh, actually <laughs> sometimes we uh, here in Lviv we just skip period of raining we just start from the snow so uh, le 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 let's say we uh, keep doing our best so uh, just uh, you you could always just watch on our Twitter uh, but actually. Um, Ludas just say that uh, even of um, like this huge amount of everything, there's there's actually no time to even just sometimes check on social uh, and uh, open some social media. So uh, we're just uh, sending apology for our subscribers sometimes that we couldn't post like few times per day because uh, that's like. Uh, uh, this hard task, uh, but we will uh, fix this right after we finalize at least uh, total our first location and uh, finish that. So, yeah, thank you. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, see some photos of when those new, when the when the new uh, kitchens get up and running. Um, I, I I did a lot of the wiring. I understand the. The Hamichna location still waiting for um, its main electrical service. Um, yeah, actually, I wanted to ex ask... actually we just uh, waiting for some documentation stuff there. So yeah, uh, we start work there, but uh, yeah, without <laughs> full full electricity. So just after we just uh, plug in everything. Uh, uh, from uh, electricity port, it will be easier to launch faster. Yeah, Good morning, Kim. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Uh, Hi. Yes, we can. Hi, this is Severin. <laughs> I had some okay. issues with my with my microphone, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, I've, li I've listened to everything you've, you've said so far. Yeah, I just want to introduce a little bit myself, uh, as I should have done so at the beginning of the conversation. So my name is Severin. Uh, I've joined uh, the kitchen like eight months ago with my mom. And my mom is actually the main person, you know, at this whole uh, venture. <laughs> um, so we, what we specialize mainly is uh, uh, we bake. We bake all sorts of cakes, uh, you know, perishki and stuff like that. And then we sell it uh, on Sunday. Uh, you know, when we, we have the, the days when we sell stuff uh, by the church. And uh, I also uh, cook a little bit. So I help my mom out of doing this. And it's been like for eight months now. That's awesome, Sam. But then I did sample some of those baking goods uh, from the, uh, when, I, when I was at the, uh, 
went to the sale there and I and I bought bought a few things on one of the Sundays I was around. Um, so that's that's very interesting. Um, your moms are for, formidable ladies. I I just got to say I'm, I'm always so impressed. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that with just the amount of work and organization that goes in and everyone's always on their phone and coordinating and there's vans going around with tons of vegetables to the different locations and um, but that brings me to my next question which is um, a lot of the raw food I noticed uh, some of it gets donated uh, directly from um, little babushas from the village from the Salah um, can you tell me about where some of the uh, the veggies come from? Yes, yeah, sure. Um, the there's a huge uh, logistic uh, how the vegetables actually uh, could uh, jump into into the kitchen. So uh, we have like uh, first of all, um, it's local businesses and uh, 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 farmers. And uh, people from villages, people from region, um, uh, during the like, uh, l l let's say, uh, period of vegetable uh, here in Ukraine, they try to collect and uh, bring us uh, from different regions, from different uh, local businesses, and even uh, some uh, just babushas uh, from villages. They're just trying to collect something, and even if it's just a small bucket of like potato or uh, tomatoes, uh, they just bring it here, and they uh, understood uh, where those vegetables will go uh, further, uh, you know. And uh, uh, sometimes it's um, a huge amount of, for example, we can just receive a ton of like uh, beetroots and so something like this and start working uh, with them uh, but sometimes um, uh, we need we need uh, also to buy uh, some uh, vegetables uh, that's uh, um, when, when we do need actually that uh, people don't like uh, donate it uh, here physically <coughs> in Ukraine uh, so we also uh, could buy it. You uh, also could track this uh, at the uh, our page because uh, uh, a lot of people just um, uh, saw that we buy a lot of pepper uh, during uh, last months because uh, <clears throat> actually it's like season uh, vegetable and currently it's uh, cheap here <coughs> in Lviv. And uh, um, we could just dehydrate it, uh, uh, just uh, uh, smash it to the some um, sort and use it in spices. Uh, so we uh, trying to because uh, uh, stayed here in some packages uh, for a few months, but uh, it's like cheaper to have a ton or two ton of pepper just dehydrated and use it during the winter so we're just always thinking about the future 
so uh, when we could just buy a lot of things, buy a lot of vegetables, just collect a lot of vegetables, uh, dehydrate them, collect them into buckets and uh, use it during the winter and just during the winter, uh, still buy it, but in some less amounts because uh, it's like uh, have high prices there because uh, it could like be uh, 10x <laughs> price during the winter. And if we will have like some issues with electricity uh, and logistics during this winter, then it will be even, uh, it, it could have even high price. So uh, yeah, that's why we think uh, uh, and look into the future and trying to uh, gather as much as we can. So yeah, so that's like, um, main like logistics uh where we could just receive some uh physical stuff because it's not only vegetables actually people just bring here uh, as you know we um create uh, and prepare here some uh, herbal tea and uh, people also just uh, actually that's uh, more from babusas uh, <laughs> from different villages and Carpathian, uh, they bring uh, a lot of um, some herbals uh, and uh, we just preparing them, cutting them, uh, dehydrated them, and then just package uh, everything into the smallest packages with the tea uh, and send it to the front line as well. And um, so for the honey cakes and some other stuff, we need some honey and uh, also just uh, people who uh, work with the... Uh, actually, how it's called? My divnikiti show plani te pomad zahotovce. Yeah, like honey, honey cake, uh, yeah, like yeah, uh, bread, a bread, my, my novi, a bread yeah, my that I... Show, um, uh, my svoji vulike. Uh, um, Pasičnike. Pasičnike. Yeah, like bee, beehive, like, you know, the people who have beehives on yeah. their grounds. Yeah, they beekeepers. Also, beekeepers. Yeah, beekeepers. They, yeah, beekeepers, yeah, beekeepers uh, exactly. Yeah, so they also just uh, send in some honey because it's like... Uh, not cheap stuff and they understand it and uh, we could just sometimes use uh, actually some uh, them but uh, in any case there's a lot of things with, that we need to uh, also just buy for the soup ingredients for the energy bars ingredients because we uh, monthly uh, like uh, need to get a lot of uh, some uh, ingredients to uh, stay on track. Uh, we just, uh, uh, Luda and Oksana just manage and other guys uh, manage what we need at this moment, what we need to buy and which amounts of, uh, uh, we need to uh, get some uh, specific things. Uh, and um, that's why we already uh, are happy and uh, say many thanks to uh, all people who keep uh, helping us with donation, who donate to our PayPal, to our official accounts. They are uh, linked in our bio. So you could just jump into this link and uh, track this, uh, all our payment methods that uh, where you could support the kitchen because uh, that's uh, uh, really helpful when we just need something and huge amounts of uh, uh, 
some ingredients we could just uh, buy it and then continue and proceed to work with that so uh, many many thanks for uh, everyone who supported the kitchen that's awesome um and uh yeah i just uh, love the organization you guys uh have there it's so organic and um so I guess my next question is, uh, who does the food go to? Who, who are the different uh, uh, parties? Do you have specific units that you feed? Or is it uh, go to a, a general sort of food cache for Zissa Or just tell me a little bit about that. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let, let, let's start uh, how we work, how the logistic work and how the meals sending to the front lines. Uh, we have a few options here. Let's start from the main, uh, our logistic and helpers, that's the volunteers, who are daily just uh, uh, moving from the leave uh, to the f east of Ukraine, to the nearest pre-front line location, to some actual units. Uh, so they visit the kitchen uh, for every uh, uh, car for every volunteer we have some uh, our uh, internal reports so we have uh, like uh, have requests from some actual unit we uh, the some volunteers that will be uh, helping with delivery to this unit just arrive to the kitchen take everything that they uh, need to this unit into their own cars and uh, then uh, they just move into the east sending out uh, to us some report uh, with photos that everything was de delivered that we took from the kitchen and that's like uh, first um, first flow how we work <laughs> so when the volunteers uh, by the unit request uh, just visit us. Uh, a lot of volunteers that we work uh, even before the full invasion that's uh, uh, doing this uh, at least from the uh, oh, it's uh, almost 10 years uh, actually uh, will be this next uh, spring. So yeah, so uh, that's uh, so from, 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 from the very beginning and during this almost uh, 10 years had a lot of volunteer that uh, every week uh, or uh, monthly just visit us, take a lot of stuff, uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, and actually, you could just see that uh, during day from the kitchen, you could just see a lot of different cars who just jump into the kitchen, just take everything and move forward. And uh, yeah, from the full invasion, just uh, there is like uh, amount of this uh, volunteers increase. Uh, second uh, uh, flow, just uh, that when we just have actual unit request, and they don't have volunteers or uh, they in location where it will be easier for them to send the parcel. Uh, so we just gathering parcel together. Uh, package everything that they need and send it using some Nova Posta. Uh, most of us Nova Posta, because they still have some uh, department uh, that are near to the front lines and the to your car and uh, drive like 
30 minutes and pick up everything from the post office and have uh, it. And uh, actually, people, uh, a lot of people that uh, think that war, some, uh, war is um, somewhere so far that they don't have like uh, uh, ability to <laughs> move uh, from the front lines. So, some units have that's uh, um, like uh, so, some part of units uh, that the, in the front line have ability to uh, pick up parcels from the post offices near the front line and civilian people because there's still like life keep going. There are people, there are some businesses, there are a lot of people and civilians still there. And Novoposta, they are the best. They uh, still like uh, have a lot of uh, department uh, near the front front lines and um, keep uh, doing uh, for the civilians and uh, helping for the soldiers as well. So yeah, um, uh, and then the, the uh, actually uh, units could just uh, bring those parcels to the front line. So to the very front line, to the zero line, uh, they just unpack everything uh, and, and they have like they, they own internal logistics. Uh, and um, the second one, uh, the third one uh, option, when they actually uh, Soldiers that uh, currently uh, here in Lviv, uh, they uh, arrive to the kitchen and uh, pick up the buses or uh, some like pickups uh, that they will, will uh, uh, use and they will uh, uh, go to the front line by their own. So that's uh, also during this. Uh, a huge period of time where the kitchen is on air. A lot of militaries uh, understand where they could just jump <laughs> into when they need some um, uh, food supply, food stuff, and uh, some uh, actually uh, like dehydrated, uh, the tasty home meals that you could just uh, cook at the front line and they. Uh, really popular there so uh, we uh, that, that that's why we keep doing uh, our best to prepare as much as we can because uh, yeah because uh, uh, at the front line the really uh, needed thing just to have ability to cook fast and it should taste good so yeah <laughs> That's the mission. That's awesome. Listen, do you mind if we take uh, an audience question here? For every child is is one of our uh, yeah, yeah, sure. most vaunted and smart speakers. So uh, for every child, if you have a question for Lviv Volunteer Kitchen, Victor or Savaden or Peter. Yes. Um, I just checked your website and I saw that there's five volunteers that started your kitchen. And I'm sorry, I didn't find any names, so I I cannot call you by name. And but uh, I'm I'm very interested in all of the kitchens from Ukraine and all of the farm uh, uh, progress that's made with different crops. Uh, <clears throat> I have a I have a question. If you if if it's if it's outside of your uh, your normal um, area of expertise, uh, I'll understand that completely because uh, you're cooking, but 
are are there any people working with the kitchen who are also growing food? Uh, you mean just uh, growing uh, the rice food? Yes, uh, I mean. Yes, yes, yes. Так, так. Okay. Так. Uh, I would say that the uh, local uh, farmers uh, that are growing some um, uh, vegetables, as I said uh, in some of our topics that we already discussed, uh, they're trying to help uh, with some amount of uh, vegetables monthly. This w wouldn't cover like uh, full needs of kitchen, but uh, each of them just uh, could cover at least some part uh, of the actual kitchen needs. So uh, yeah, that's uh, the they 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 work they they probably don't work here, but they help uh, here in the kitchen with a production. Uh, do you uh, do you know whether or not there are any crops that will grow in the winter time in in your location? There will be some off because uh, um, uh, even during the winter uh, some uh, uh, businesses trying to uh, help with um, uh, vegetables that's not even close e for those uh, for that amount of vegetables that we could receive in uh, summer or uh, autumn but uh, still uh, they uh, trying to help uh, full year. So, yeah, we have some uh, part of uh, that's uh, here in uh, Lviv district. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yes, I understand. Uh, I'm in the United States in Arkansas. We just got our first yeah, freeze. I... And, and all of my garden's gone except for the mint. The mint survived. Yes, I, I think that's we are, what we are trying to do is to buy, you know, uh, some uh, vegetables in bulk so that uh, we can, you know, store them as, as much as possible. Uh, but other than that, yeah, obviously the supply of the vegetables during the winter month is not, uh, you know, the same as it's during the summertime or autumn. So, uh, yeah, no. so... To, so there is a point in your question, I do believe so, but, um, you know, there are still still people who, who, you know, who bring us like big uh, bulks of food and we store them because we have storage locations at our facilities as well. Yeah. And uh, as I said, if we uh, have a lot of uh, some vegetables during this period when it's uh, like a huge amount of them, we're trying to dehydrate them uh, all as soon as it possible because like uh, tomatoes or pepper wouldn't we couldn't store for a long period of time so we're trying to dehydrate everything and store in uh, store uh, store uh, them uh, into this condition because uh, dehydrated food could be stored for a few months and uh, uh, without no changes so uh, that's why we just trying to peel everything, uh, cut everything as soon as possible. If it's something that couldn't just lay down in storage for uh, months or two, because uh, in case with uh, Bitruda, suppose they <laughs> they uh, they would lay down in the storage for months uh, or even more, and that nothing would happen with them. 
but if you just put uh, say same pepper it will just uh, be in total uh bad it will uh, it will run con- time it yeah. will get front line yeah. thank you so much for what you do i'll be i will be following your site as as often as i can uh, um and i thank, uh, thank, thank, I, thank I wish you Wish you well, Slava Ukraine. Karoyam Slava. Karoyam Slava. Uh, thank you for your question. Slava Nazi. <laughs> I have a funny story about that actually for every child. And I was amazed at the uh, the horizontal structure going on in this amazing organization. And one night, just as the kitchen was closing, a little hatchback puts in and it just looks like it's riding really low and it hits that bump going into the kitchen and scrapes a bit and this tiny little babusia jumps out and she was so sweet and uh and there was more beats in that car than i could have imagined could have ever been in a tiny hatchback that they just kept on coming sacks of beats and sacks of beats and apparently she's one of the donators and uh she grew them all herself on her on her uh, plot of land in the salon i wish i remembered her name i got a picture with her somewhere in my thousands of pictures and it's just all part of the the fabric that these guys create yeah no i was just gonna say that is just so awesome i could just imagine how that happens but when you get something like a good root vegetable like beet or potatoes those can those you can save and last a long time right and where you make a lot of borscht and uh and dehydrate that in order to send it up to the front so um that that's something you can make year-round right Yes, that's what exactly what we do all year round, and not just borscht, but also some porridges, because it's uh, it's easy to make, and you add up some, you know, like uh, fruits, uh, little pieces of fruits, and then you uh, dehydrate uh, them as well, put them in a sealable bag, and then you send it to the front line. And some good good porridge will stick with you. It's one of one of the very nutritious things, and you put some fruit in it, and that's going to be really good for the guys on the front and uh, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out how to make borscht easy for me I've never had it before but I love beets. yeah it's uh, you know borscht is like uh, it's it's a traditional Ukrainian thing but every uh, every every single person cooks it a little bit differently so no matter how you cook it it's going to be still borscht and it's going to be your recipe (laughs) That's, I just looked at like five recipes and they are all different. That's what I that's what I have learned is no two recipes for borscht are the same. And it can even depend on the time of the year. Um, and uh, who's ever, I'll tell you whose borscht is the best is your grandma's borscht or your mom's borscht, I bet. Uh, yeah, actually, actually, that's true. Because uh, every family even have some uh, specific uh, recipes uh, how they prefer to cook the borscht. So uh, every region and uh, villages have also some part of the some small uh, culture how they cook it. So uh, yeah, we have like. Uh, the main name is borscht, but uh, there's a lot of different uh, options how you could cook it. But uh, the first first thing that we just start with the dehydrated borscht, and we have a lot of different food with uh, different sizes because we have. Uh, I will just uh, mention here yet 
uh, we have like um, soaps and uh, 10 liters uh, is uh, actually uh, the smaller one for five liters and uh, the hot cup uh, soaps uh, that's 400 milliliters. So each the size, you can just imagine that one uh, package for 10 liters that's uh, uh, how, how many people could just uh, have a meal uh, with a 10 liter <laughs> of uh, ready cooked soup. And uh, actually, closer to some numbers, uh, we create a, that's uh, why it's still important what amount of people we just uh, uh, help or uh, what amount of soldiers at the front line. So at least a few thousand of 10 little boards we uh, send into the troops uh, monthly. It's only 10 liters. Also a few thousands, at least uh, three, four thousand, five liters, even for sometimes it's uh, more than five thousand for five liters and uh, not less of the small soups because in this 400 milliliters soups are uh, uh, really preferable for the people who stay uh, a long period of time in trenches so when they uh, move there uh, they just could uh, put in a pocket a uh, few packages of those small uh, soups and cook it in the trenches uh, you know it's really important there because you wouldn't have ability to cook like a huge amount for 10 or 5 liters uh, you would just have your own cup that you could just uh, boil the water and uh, create uh, make some soap so yeah that's uh, like uh, there's a small amount of uh, things so just uh, calculate if we uh, have four 4,000 per month at least uh, for uh, some amount of um, soldiers it could be uh, you, but, but, but what amount of soldiers it could be used so that's like actually huge numbers that's awesome um, Norma do you have a question for the, uh, the kitchen fellows here well hey no I don't have a question but I just wanted to quickly add to people who are thinking of cooking borscht is you kind you need to work out whether you want it to be a vegetarian borscht or do you want to have meat in it and i'm also really 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 you know glad to to hear that our ukrainian soldiers are getting borscht on the front line and um just want to say um well done too um and thank you to uh Lviv, um frontline kitchen for help helping troops out and keeping them you know keeping them going yeah that's all i've got to say for now uh, thank you thank you thank you i i would even add uh one thing because we have like a lot of soldiers who are vegetarians yeah. And we received from them like special request to uh, send them some soups without meat, and we do this uh, also. <laughs> oh yeah. So we, so we sending uh, all our soups have 
meat actually but for the uh, soldiers who uh, want to the get something without meat because uh, actually the logistic uh, the official logistic of uh, uh, military they have like almost everything with some meat or tuna etc so it's hard to find something good for <laughs> uh, if you are a vegetarian uh, but they send in requests here to the kitchen and we send it to them uh, the same soup but without meat and when they get uh, them. So yeah, that's uh, that's we also uh, do and help for people. That's awesome, the special request orders. So you guys get a lot of foreign volunteers. I know, you know who your favorite foreign volunteer ever was, but do you have any others that stand out, good friends that uh, you've met from, from uh, foreigners um, coming to help? Um, Anyone that stands out, I know um, Mr. Marcus that has been building the shed. I hope he's still around because he's doing a great. Do you have any funny or, or lovely stories about any um, any volunteers? I would say uh, probably I would start not from uh, like funny, but I have like incredible uh, stories of some people because uh, when you just visit the kitchen, and uh, see people from all over the world actually really something that uh, everyone if you want to visit us uh, and look uh, how it work and look at those people just uh, um, we, we we're already happy and it's a great experience to see so much people uh, here but some uh, of the stories it's like uh, something is incredible because uh, when you see people who uh, I remember it's uh, Wim from uh, Netherlands, as I remember, he visited us this summer and um, he had 93 years old, good young guy, <laughs> and he drive from the Spain by, uh, by his car to Ukraine to help volunteer here uh, and it's really awesome so that's uh, incredible man just uh, spent his own time with he had the possibility to to chill on the beach and some uh it's Spain, but he just drive here and uh stay here in the kitchen he peeling vegetables cutting them helping to volunteering that's like really incredible story uh, I would remember some it's a guy from Germany as I remember Volka he just uh, came here with a bicycle <laughs> just stayed on a bike and jumped here to Ukraine also to help uh, uh, volunteering at the kitchen that's uh, that's amazing story of the of the people of uh, the uh, great involvement to the into the helping uh, here uh, in ukraine they uh, sacrifice their own time uh they spending here they uh, weekend they vacation time they uh, just they time because the, the time is probably the, the high price that you could uh, pay 
uh, in your life because it's never will return back. So when people just spend here some time, even a day or two, and helping here in Ukraine with the volunteering stuff, with some other stuff, that's that's incredible. That's a cool to see. That's great to see. That's uh, that's great to be part of this uh, incredible and hard at the same time period. Uh, yeah, so I, I would first of all would just mention all these incredible people who are uh, not afraid to visit here, Ukraine and uh, keep helping here, keep uh, doing their best to help Ukrainian uh, civilians and soldiers to uh, together just uh, walk through this uh, hard period of time during this war in Ukraine. So just thank everyone who uh, joined and uh, still helping Ukraine. Well, I'll tell you, it was the most rewarding uh, vacation I've ever had. It, I felt much better about myself than after a week on a Mexican beach. And it's the only vacation I've ever had that I uh, lost weight because you guys worked me so hard. Um, Pan Petra, I'm going to pick on you. Dovash najubljene volunteers inozemsi, Pan Petra. Ne može perekladati, perekladatiljeva. Najljubljeniši volontar inozemec je Adam Rečenski. Ni, 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 ktoš inše, samona. Ну так складно казати, хто найулюбленіший. Ми любимо всіх, хто до нас приїжджають і хто нам допомагає робити нашу роботу. Є багато людей, хлопці говорили, з різних країн. Були навіть з Уругваю люди, з Латинської Америки, з інших країн. Різного віку люди є від там 18 років до 90 років різні, різні, різні люди були. Мені складно сказати, хто мій найулюблений. Я я тільки жартую. I was just joking. So Peter was just saying that uh, he, he is very diplomatically saying that uh, he can't pick a favorite of course besides me and uh, also that uh, just an amazing uh, an amazing um, variety of people all walks of life all ages uh who come to help them at the kitchen actually people it's a important part of uh, volunteering because without people there wouldn't be any volunteering processes so can i ask do you guys always have a a net that you guys are making can you tell me about the nets because I think you guys do make the nets and you have made them for a long time haven't you that's something you do also right uh, we have a separate department where uh, people could uh, uh, go with uh, and um, help with the net preparation that's uh, in uh, Olga Yurzavati church here in Lviv it's all this that location also work just little bit in some uh, uh, other place but uh, if people want to help there they also could just jump there and uh, help with the net preparation because currently we have like switching with the seasoning from the 
uh, green to autumn and then to winter. So the nets is the part where uh, also a lot of work need to do. And uh, yeah, so that's the, that's where you call them. could also just uh, uh, where you could join and uh, help with net creation. I would say if anyone planning a trip to go volunteer, Laview itself is a great place to start. The kitchen can be sort of like a drop-in thing. You can show up and, and just cut vegetables. My first day there, I cut so many red peppers. I, I wear a, a silicone wedding ring for safety because I work with electricity. And uh, it started out gray and it was orange and green by the end of the day because I cut uh, uh, many, many pounds of and kilo, kilograms of the peppers that uh, that the babas kept on bringing for us guys oh and i was going to ask if you ever get tired of beets but i think that's a really stupid question because i don't think any ukrainian gets tired of beets <laughs> no we we all love beets no be, be, beets are like you know part of uh, our culture like food culture we add it into many dishes that we make it's interesting. I was I was looking at the recipes and and beets and cabbage and I'm just I'm thinking of how how tasty this this soup must be and uh, being able to do little different things to it. I was thinking while I was looking at some recipes and uh, I love that you're able to provide that soup. Um, I know you know I was I was actually raised Madar. I was raised uh, very very Hungarian and. Uh, and we had soup a lot and I didn't like soup a lot when I was a kid, but I love it now that I'm well more than midway through my life. Um, and so I am going to um, order a bunch of beets and some cabbage and some other things uh, when I, when I order vegetables next and uh, I am going to try to make myself a borscht and I think it will end up being good no matter how I make it. And uh, yes, I might try it with meat and one without. Yeah, definitely, you should try. I think I, I think when we uh, will have like a little bit more time, time to uh, I will ask Luda to post some uh, uh, recipes of Porsche uh, that, that that she have <laughs> as well. That would and be would, great. That would be great, and I would also ask uh, Petra or or maybe Victor on the main account. I want to see. Um, I want to see uh, videos, more videos of that the the homemade lift in the in the Horvatska location, working when you guys get it going. And uh, I, I was very interested to see that piece of infra- innovation. Um, but we're almost running out of time here, guys. Um, it's almost time for a co-host swap here, and I just want a very big I thanks will- to. Le- uh, oh. uh, if you just give, give me just one more second for uh, like last uh, thing, because we talk about a lot, a lot of about the kitchen stuff, uh, but we uh, I want just uh, mention that we also help uh, for militaries with a lot of other things. That's not only the food supplies. We help them with some they personal unit request for some. Uh, it, uh, sometimes it's like uh, high equipment drawn sometimes with uh, some collection of um, or the tourniquet and some medicine 
Uh, thank everyone who sent into medicine to the volunteer kitchen. We delivered them for uh, our unit. Uh, currently, we have like a huge uh, request from the uh, one frontline hospital uh, for the reagents for the blood analysis. We just uh, want to just one more time point of this on this um, uh, like uh, thing because if you want to help this uh, uh, reagents help on the stabilization points at the uh, uh, very front line on the evacu uh, machines uh, that's uh, taking guys with uh, some injuries after the they uh, have at the front lines they could use this ray against uh, to take the full blood analysis in a 60 seconds. That's really important there in the front line. And uh, they ask uh, here uh, to help us. We have only time till uh, uh, next two weeks to gather 450,000 grievances. It's uh, more than... Uh, 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 I think uh, 10,000 uh, USD, uh, but uh, they can help for the uh, stabilization points to have needed amount of reagents for the next two months. So uh, please like check on our page for this uh, info. I will repost it one more time today because we really need to, and we have like a small amount of time to uh, like gather everything, just make some retweets, some uh, comments to uh, help us with the, to raise the needed amount of donations. So, uh, and thank one more time for uh, uh, to Adam <laughs> to uh, have a chance to speak about the kitchen here. It was like uh, really, uh, we, we, we're really happy to uh, meet uh, everyone again here. So thank you, thank you. It is absolutely wonderful to have you guys. I appreciate hearing um, hearing about what you do, and I would love to have you come back and share with us more and and uh, and tell us more about what you're doing with the kitchen. I did have a, I do have a, up at second in the nest is just a tweet that I grabbed from the Leave Kitchen um, Twitter page or X page, and uh, so. You can follow that to find the Lviv uh, Volunteer Kitchen on on X or Twitter, whichever you'd like to call it, um, and uh, you can see the the wonderful work that they're doing. I'm I'm sort of a little jealous of of the soldiers there on the front line, being able to just uh, mix up the borscht so easy and quick. Um, uh, just uh, empty the package and put in some water, and there you have your good borscht. And that is that is a <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Adam? Thank you so much, guys. It was so great talking to you. Say hi to your super trooper moms for me. And uh, Pan Petra, so great to talk to all you guys. And thanks for um, everyone for listening on my uh, very first shift. It was exciting and uh, and fun and lovely. And thank you so much, Prince, for all your help here too.